Happy New Year 2022, or as I actually said in the title, episode 98, very near that magic 100, uh, Happy New 22, because it kind of rhymes. Still the same music, that's because I didn't want to rush and put some really naff track in after mentioning that I wanted to change the music to top and tail the show. Plus I do things like applying some fades and all that sort of stuff, but that'll be a an hour or so dedicated to the searching and editing thereof at some point in the next few weeks, maybe. Um, but anyway, welcome to uh, the new year, 2022. Hope you had a really good seasonal break. That's probably the most politically correct way of putting it, isn't it? Seasonal, because it's a season and you have a bit of a break. Well, most people do. Some works work through it quite a lot. Um, that didn't make any sense, but you know, some people work during that period. But the majority have time off. We had a great Christmas. We had the Christmas that we should have had previous year uh, with lovely granddaughter Lola coming up and Sue's mum and son and daughter-in-law. And it was really, it was quiet, but not quiet, but nice. It was just wonderful Christmas. And um, as great as it would have been last year for for her first Christmas, it was good that, you know, we were able to do it when she was that bit older and therefore take more in and she was entertaining us. She's a lovely girl. And... Um, and then we visited my mum Boxing Day. Didn't do much in between. We never do anything on New Year's Eve. It's, it's, it's as much as we can do just to control the cat from uh, reacting too badly. But we've got the old Fellyway plug-in things going. And um, it sort of worked out okay, I think. And actually, once all that's done and you kind of get all the stuff tidied away and put back in the loft and all that, I, I don't know about you, I mean, I since I stop the corporate life I'm, I'm fired up even more now I feel refreshed I feel ready to go um, and I actually spared some thoughts recently for how it would have been back in the days of being employed where one of those things hanging over you in, in where I worked for the first few weeks was working out your objectives and all that for the year and doing your end of year reviews and oh god Thank you for not having to do do that anymore. Thank you, universe, and all those other good things that conspired. Um, Yeah, in terms of Christmas gifts, I got some books that I'd asked for, local history books, the airport-type books, and um, a great book that I started reading, really nice. It's by John Ilsley, who was the bass player in the band Dire Straits, and it's a story about his life in the band, and I've got as far as him leaving school, going to college, and forming a band. and in that, so he was a bass player, but he started off playing guitar like many did. And he, it, there was a situation where he wanted to join a band. His brother was in it and they already had enough guitarists. And they said, well, why don't you do, a, why don't you play bass? And his brother made him a bass. He was very handy, his brother. Um, unfortunately, it didn't, it didn't last that long. He didn't survive. And he said it was a bit of a shame, really. But he said, just through that little twist of fate, uh, the only way he was going to get in the band was to sort of become a bass player he ended up being the bass player in Dire Straits. So obviously I'm going to get to the detail of that, although I know some of the story. Um, and when the book came up, when I first learned of the book, because I follow him on Facebook, they said it was available in on Amazon from June next year, or this year now. And then I looked again on his Facebook link, and it was available on, I think it was something like Waterstones and Smiths. And in Smiths it said signed copy. So that's what I went for. I bought it and then 
Hannah, my daughter, gave me the money, and so I've now got a nice John Ilsey signed copy of his own book, and um, that's a really good present. And I've got one for Surrey Airfields, and I've already read the Kenley bit and the intro. That's fascinating. And Sue also bought me a, a voucher to go mudlarking, which is where you, when the tide goes out in the Thames, obviously you prearrange it, but you go there and you dig up items and get them examined and you can photograph them. You can't keep them, obviously. Um, and I'm probably going to wait until springtime for that when the weather's a bit nicer. But um, it's always good to have these things to look forward to and you never know, that could make its way into a little film. Although there's, I was pointed out through someone on Facebook, a lady called Nicola White, who does Mudlark and she's got a nice big following on YouTube, puts these videos together of sort of 40 minutes or so and the bits that I've seen so far look very nice. So... Um, I don't know if she's there, but, you know, other people will be there. They'll be there to guide us. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And they were, you know, really good presents. I've got a lot of enjoyment so far out of, and I'm sure it will continue to when I'm thumbing through the books. Um, also found out some more about local history, but I'm going to kind of leave that for now because that's going to likely become uh, future video material. Uh, so I've been doing some editing, did the Kenley shoot for Christmas, uh, that's starting to take shape nicely now, sort of gone through it, trimmed it down, and the more you do it, the more you trim it, make it tight, make it have a nice flow. Um, I'm going to go back and do some shooting, there's some additional shots I want, and with the, the GoPro great as it is, and it is great, uh, I want to do some zoomed in shots, so I'm going to take my camcorder and that's all very flexible with tripod. Um, just got to make sure I go through the right permissions to do that and notify the right people in advance. And of course, for the sake of continuity, pick weather that's similar to what it was when we went there, which was grey to grey to clearing. I don't think we ever got a full sun that day, but it was um, it was mild. And, and unfortunately, the weather at the moment is far from that. So uh, yeah, so that's that's doing well. Done some few other a few other admin jobs, some updating some firmware. Um, sorting out a bit of gear here and there that's all another cable all those mundane things um, I've been continuing to go to football Crystal Palace have had a mixed bag of results um, there always seems to be three goals in, in their score lines in recent games and that can be bef <laughs> before or against um, and I, I wanted to avoid public transport so what I've been doing is driving to about a mile or so from the ground and then walking the rest of the way and you might think well that's good because you'll get a parking spot but it's not always the case it's, I like to kind of keep driving sometimes to find one but anyway nothing to do with that's got absolutely nothing to do with my creativity um one thing I did tonight and this is uh I mean again I just you get reactions from things and it really fires you up um I decided to try a dusk drone shoot this evening um we'd been out this afternoon got back and it was about half an hour until the official sunset time and already i mean we're what five days into january and there's just the, the evening lights hanging on a bit um so anyway uh, i i put the drone up it was pretty cold out there um but put the drone up and it was more of a test to say at what point in the sundown process do the images or the footage lose clarity and go a bit grainy, which is what you typically suffer with low light if you've got a very small sensor, you know, and the sensor on the camera on a little drone is tiny. Now, this drone I've got, the DJI Mini 2, is brilliant. Um, talk about bang for the buck. And, and if someone like I was, I was that guy last springtime when I decided to buy it, spring, early summer, 
um, did the research and it really, so many people were full of praise. And recently they've done a, another firmware update, which is, I mentioned fir firmware earlier. So this is just a nice way you can get more features for the product you already have. It's a, it's a modern thing, the way these systems are built. Um, and they recently did something to sort of help with the smoothness of the controls. And I've played with it based on one video that I saw on YouTube. But I'm probably going to now revisit that and just make sure I've got that set optimally. Um, but I did this testing and, you know, playing with the light that I let onto the sensor. Because obviously, if you just let it go to auto, you're either going to get a blown out sky because you're seeing the detail on the ground. Because it's literally dark and light, as you would imagine. You know, the ground activity or ground... Um, content. I can't even think of the word. Um, but anyway, what's on the ground and what's in the sky? And of course, yes, yeah, it's, it's light and dark. So you you have to pick what you want to be the feature. And obviously, if you expose to show the sky, it's going to be very dark on the ground. If you expose to show the de a bit more detail of what's on the ground, so, you know, cars, um, houses, you know, shops, whatever, headlights moving um you will get brightness in the sky and that could blow out so it looks a bit kind of naff uh, so as part of the exercise was to find that that sweet spot if you like where i got enough detail and some detail on the lights that then bring the colors to light and i got i took a few clips i still don't know at this stage what i'm going to do with it Although one of the neighbours on the WhatsApp that I shared it with, a photo, I just shared a photo so far. He said, oh, please do more, do more. So um, I'm always up for that, getting support. And I did what I did for my last few shoots towards the autumn last year, which is literally take off, go up, and then pan around and take some footage, sometimes just hovering the camera. Um, and I think I flew to about 60 metres. You can go to 120, that's how I set it. Um, 60 was fine. Because, you know, if you're too far, then you lose a bit of uh, connection with what's going on on the ground. But one of the images I shot was of uh, looking towards the um, Kent Gateway, the A2022 area, note A2022. Um, so you can see towards the end of our road, hunting field, you can see a bit of the BP garage at Addington. This means nothing if you're nowhere near the area. And you can see a bit of Gravel Hill. And in the very distance, very small, you can see the Shard and Canary Wolf and all that stuff. And um, I, the, the, the image that I took was just that right blend. I did a minor edit on the phone um literally on the phone i didn't go mad and then i shared it and so far it's got some good traction on social media so good locally on the whatsapp i put it on twitter and uh one of the i think his next mp started to follow me my my sort of professional account recently and he liked it and commented and then the next serving mp <laughs> who's no doubt is a friend of his noted it as well he used to be mp for croydon back in the day uh, so that was all very interesting. And um, and then on Facebook, loads of traction there and some spin-off conversations about the area and Greenbelt and all those good things. So it was great fun. And um, and I've just had a, a sort of inquiry about um, what I might charge to do drone work, which I'm waiting to follow up on. Um, so, you know, you just never know with these things. Uh, it, it wasn't... It, it, I chose to just do a social media sharing and, and that's what I did and it sort of worked out okay so far. 
in terms for plans for the next few weeks, well, the weather's going to be all over the place. Um, but I'll be doing some more work on the edit, uh, hopefully pinning down a date when the weather allows and when I can get on and go out and do the shooting. Um, I still need to gather some additional supporting material that I can show online. And I was thinking if I can't get or haven't, I can't get permission to show what I want to show, I might just do some kind of sketching so I can just overlay things. I'm sharing my creative process here, by the way. But I can overlay a kind of block to represent where some aircraft hangars were on a current image, if you get the visualisation. Um, nothing really planned on the photography front, although, as I did before Christmas, this time of year, you've got, you got low light, which can throw some lovely images almost any time of the day at the moment. Um, they can be hard, but if you get that right, you can get a really nice golden light. I mean, hard by the, the light is hard. So I don't know. Never say never, I think, is this this game. This is what it's all about. Um, but hopefully, yeah, progress to Kenley. Um, got another couple of irons in the fire for local videos. And I'm doing the research because I, I kind of, I mean, I don't formalise this into a plan. But if you had, we used to have these Gantt charts on project plans. You almost want to have that kind of, well, when's going to be my research phase? When's going to be my shooting, edit, delivery? Um, and I, that might be something I'll consider, almost like a wall planner, you know, where you've got these kind of overlapping activities. Uh, it might help with my discipline about how I shoot stuff and um, keep me organised. But of course, some videos are big. I would say the Kenley one's going to be a biggie, uh, as well the Croydon Airport one when that comes along. But others that I've already got plans for are going to be a little bit smaller. A usual thing with what well, going into 2022 with photography work, if I'm going to get paid for it, I'll do it. If it's going to be something that I think I can sell for stock, I'll do it. Um, if it's something where I just want to refresh myself and get back into it, I'll do it. Uh, but I'm not looking to do anything for, for no compensation. So it's either going to be my personal benefit, my personal refresh, my personal learning, or my bank account. Um, so there we are. Anyway, so welcome and once again, a very, very happy new year for 2022. Let's hope we get on top of this awful pandemic and all its spin-offs. Let's also make sure that the governments of this world recommend that this is about sharing it and we can supply some of the countries where they're not able to get access to the vaccines as, as much as we can. Let's help those guys out because they thoroughly deserve it. And only when all the world is under control is, you know, can we start to feel that we're getting back on uh, back on track again. But without further ado, I'm going to sign off now and um, look after yourself and I'll see you again in what will be episode 99.